Uh, we're in Ephesians chapter six. Um, I have been preaching through Ephesians, have one sermon to go. And uh, of course, at the end there, the subject is spiritual warfare. And within that subject of spiritual warfare, prayer is a part of that. Um, when we are engaging in spiritual warfare against the evil one and the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places, uh, prayer is a central aspect of spiritual warfare as as one would assume it would be um and there are different um aspects in which prayer is spiritual warfare when when you think about it uh, um when we are praising god um that's one aspect of prayer uh, paul let me read the passage first and then i'll then i'll start this commentary um verse 18 ephesians 6 verse 18 praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. And for me, that utterance may be given unto me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in bonds that therein I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. So that's concluding the spiritual warfare section after he talks about our Struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the principalities, against the powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against the spiritual wickedness in high places. He then tells us to put on the whole armor of God so that we can stand firm against those forces. Uh, he talks about the various pieces of armor, the, the belt of truth, uh, having your loins girt about with the truth, uh, the breastplate of righteousness the feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace and the shield of faith wherewith we can quench the fiery darts of the wicked one and the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit. But I want to look at the issue of prayer today. Um, when he says praying always with all prayer and supplication, there is this aspect in which there is different kinds of prayer. We might be familiar with the uh, and the acronym ACTS, uh, Adoration, Confession, Thanksgiving, Supplication. But uh, when we're looking, thinking of adoration or praise and thanksgiving, that really is spiritual warfare. Uh, when we are deliberately looking over our lives, <clears throat> looking for blessings and what there is to be grateful for, we are fighting. We are fighting against the temptation to be uh, complaining and grumbling which is something Satan would very much want us to be doing um, against the temptation to self-pity. We can feel very sorry for ourselves and our circumstances and our lot in life. And gratitude is a way of fighting that as well. Um, it's a way of fighting covetousness, whereby we are looking over the fence at our neighbor and what they have and we're thinking we ought to have that and wishing we did and thanksgiving is a way of directing our minds to what we have and how we ought to be grateful for that instead of being covetous um confession is another uh way of fighting the evil one because when you confess your sins it ought to increase your gratitude for christ and what he has done in promising to forgive us our sins. You know, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So as we confess sin, 
that makes us think about why it is that we would be cleansed or forgiven, and that is Christ. He's the reason, and that should increase our affection and appreciation for him, and that is not something Satan wants. Um, also, when we are confessing, it is a way of humbling ourselves. You know, when we continue in sin and we don't ever deal with it, we don't ever look closely at it and acknowledge that this is in fact sin and this needs to stop, uh, we can just grow sort of callous and proud in that. And by confession, uh, we are humbling ourselves. Uh, we're also reminding ourselves that we are not better than others. Uh, we are sinners too in need of grace. And so confession is an aspect of prayer that that uh, humbles ourselves and fights against the uh, tendency to be arrogant and to judge others more harshly than we do ourselves. Um, but there's also um, an aspect of, you know, confession where we are uh, just being honest and, and transparent before God. Um, and uh, that is not something Satan wants us to be. He wants us to be self-deceiving, uh, to lie to ourselves and to come to God in a hypocritical way, like the Pharisee in the temple who uh, was not dealing honestly with himself. Um, so, and then of course, supplication, we are calling down help from God. Uh, when we are dealing with an enemy like this, who is invisible and is full of rage against the church, uh, who does not take vacations, um, who does not uh, take time out, who doesn't raise the white flag and doesn't give up and doesn't surrender. We've, we've got real problems. Um, that's a formidable enemy. Um, but fortunately, we have one who is higher than him and infinitely more powerful than him that we can call on. And so calling on God for help in this battle that we are in is, uh, is essential. And God and his grace has opened up this line of communication to us to be able to, to ask him to help us. Um, Paul says, uh, with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. So not only do we pray for ourselves with respect to spiritual warfare, but we're praying for other Christians. Um, in counting, you know, I looked at this and th there was only um, one instance that I, that I came up with directly where it's talking about praying for the lost. And that's in Romans chapter 10, verse 1, where Paul is praying for the salvation of unbelieving Jews. And so, of course, that's uh, legitimate, and we we all know that's legitimate. Um, but when you really look at the prayers in the Bible, the ones that we have, most of them are for Christians. Most of them are for the saints. And, of course, I'm sure you all know this. Saints is not some super Christian uh, class of people that died, uh, you know, in the past that have been exalted by the Catholic Church, uh, you know, as mediators and people that that intercede for us and that sort of thing saints just means holy ones and it's it's a term for everyday ordinary christians and um but we're encouraged to pray for other christians for the saints pray for the people in your church pray for each other on this prayer call um pray for other christians that you know they need help and if if we don't pray for them, who will? If other Christians don't pray for us, who will pray for us? Um, unbelievers are not going to pray for us. That's 
That's the whole nature of being an unbeliever. But we're going to have to pray for each other. And Paul exhorts us to doing that. Um, and he was an example of that. He told Timothy, he constantly remembered him in his prayers night and day. Um, he told Philemon that he prayed for him constantly. Um, he told the Roman church, the Corinthian church, the Thessalonian church, um, and, and many churches that he was praying for them. And uh, that is something that we should uh, be regular in doing is praying for one another. Um, then he says in verse 19, and for me, praying for me, that utterance may be given unto me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in bonds, and therein I make speak boldly as I ought to speak. So Paul, who is this person that we tend to think, you know, he's a super apostle, um, he's just amazing. Uh, here's this man that, that's converted, and within a, a few days of his conversion, he's out preaching, and he's refuting the Jews, and he's confounding them, and he, he has an early threat on his life and has to be let down outside the wall in Damascus uh, because people are already trying to kill him. The Jews are. Um, we see throughout the book of Acts how how bold he is, how he walks just right into problems and crowds and um, hostile groups. There was one instance where there was a mob and they were, you know, screaming and yelling and he he wanted to go into the mob and, and talk to them and, you know, preach the gospel to them. And the other believers would not let him and no way you're not going in there. Um, just the, the point there in verse 19 and 20 is that Paul, with all this boldness, is asking for boldness. And I think that tells us that he doesn't just simply have boldness because Paul's just bold. You know, this is not just Paul's personality. Um, he's praying for it. He's asking other Christians to pray for him that he might have boldness. And so I think that we have to take his word for it. We have to believe him and say the reason he was so bold, the reason that he did what he did in the book of Acts, the reason he could be so courageous is because the saints were praying for him in answer to, in response to him asking them to. And so he also wants uh, that his mouth be open to make known the mystery of the gospel. The gospel is foolishness to Greeks and a stumbling block to Jews. There's a mystery in it. It, it isn't a, uh, a comprehensible message, generally speaking, to lost people. And it's a, it, there's a mystery there. He wants his mouth to be open to make that known. Um, he is an ambassador in bonds. He's in jail as he writes this. But he, he wants uh, prayer from the saints, from the church, to enable him to speak boldly. And so I think this is a good focus for us. Um, obviously it is. This is scripture. This is the Holy Spirit telling us um, how we ought to pray. And um, so pray for your ministers. Um, pray for other ministers that you know. I, I'll take it. <laughs> um, I need it. And uh, that we would not shrink back. You know, there's a lot of hostility to the Bible in general and to the gospel itself. And it's um, in, in our own frail self, we could be 
we, we who preach could be very sheepish and um, nervous and uh, not wanting to risk our lives. Um, but that's not what we are to be. We are to be faithful and to be bold and to proclaim it no matter what the cost. And so we need boldness. So I will shamelessly ask for prayer for boldness and then also ask just to pray that you pray for others that you know, other preachers. We have other people on this call who also are tasked with preaching the word and then beyond uh, those that we know here, um, those from your own churches and just other people that you know. So praying for boldness. And as we think about gospel advance, that will be a huge aspect of it. 